0: A podcast for once Oh my gosh, it's been a while I miss you, I listener I miss you, podcasts yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh- what happened? How do we do this? I don't I know. Exactly.
1: <laughs> okay, so cra- things are crazy here. Look, here's an update with us. Things are crazy.
0: Yeah. Kirsten had a baby. Yeah.
1: So she had to go away because you can't just have a baby. So you had to fill in for her for a while. That That's was wild. Right. Then now you're doing show on Vancouver radio station.
0: Yeah. And then also now we're back together for a week and then we're apart for a week. So we thought, you know what? We'll just do like a... a podcast for you. It's been a while. It's Probably gonna be a while again, yeah. So <laughs> we do it again,
1: but hey, um, so you're doing okay. I, can I ask you about radio station in Vancouver? Sure, do you? Are there more crazies there? Do you get worse messages? Because I see, I have friends across the country who work for radio, and they're like, Oh, god, got another crazy message today from either an anti masker, anti or someone with a wild conspiracy theory, all this stuff. And and they take it to social media and complain. I'm just like, All right, get over yourself, dude. But and I'm like, Is that a big city thing or what? Or would we live in like a a little bubble of sanity in Victoria?
0: I don't know. Well, I only have access to the text line, so I'm not getting phone calls or anything like that, and the text line has been pretty quiet. There's been a couple nice people who text every day and just kind of keep up the conversation. There's been one person being like, boring, you suck as a DJ. Oh, really? Bring back the other DJs, which I'm expecting because there's been a lot of changes over there. Um, But all in all, it's been very tame, very quiet not a lot of action right now. (laughs) I think they're just kind of like, who is this woman? (laughs) Who are you? Why are you on our radio? I don't understand. I'm not engaging.
1: Okay. And Uh, I can't also imagine either too, that as you're trying to pull down this like nice, cute, enjoyable midday show on a brand new radio station, that you're not also like, uh, i don't know hitting big hot topics Ooh. like vaccine and whatever yeah
0: i mean i have hit the vaccine a, uh, a few times okay um but i'm not like coming at it aggressively no you- um i'm not I, I have more of a filter for sure because it is a new audience they don't know who i am sure um and then maybe that'll grow a bit but i'm only doing it for a few months right but yeah i'm, I'm friggin' swamped right
1: now <laughs> I know. How are you dealing with the anxiety and the stress of all these more things to do? I, know.
0: I actually realized that today I was walking down the hall and I'm like, oh no, panic attack. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh no. Because I have like anxiety, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm a very anxious person to begin yes. with. And with uh, any routine change, it takes me a while. Yes. What I've been thinking about <clears throat> is it's temporary. Mm. All these feelings are also temporary and I do have time. I just have to prioritize things better. And, um,
1: (laughs) you have a big whiteboard with your schedule. Like you are putting together your life right now. Yeah. And that's just your work life. Never mind your personal life. Just what you have to do for work. You've it like, you know, scrawled out on this massive whiteboard. Like it's a equation to get scientists to the moon or something. I know
0: I'm, I have to write it down because otherwise I get panicked because I can't think of all the things and I'm honestly just constantly thinking I'm forgetting things. So I have to, I'm one of those things out of sight, out of mind, but if it's out of mind, it causes panic. So I need things to be in front of me and I need things to be spread out. And I have to remind myself every day what I have to do because I just get, I get too overwhelmed. But I I had a moment today and I was like, oh, I'm breathing through this and it's okay. And so I think it is sustainable. It's just a new routine, right? Totally. And especially when things have been so calm, really? Like, Cause
1: just quiet because nobody's here at the radio station, yeah, yeah, and socially
0: it's been quiet. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I can prioritize work a little bit more. It's been pretty um, – I've been taking time for myself for the last year, so yeah. I can now kind of – Give my time elsewhere. Good for you. Thanks. How have you been?
1: (laughs) Um, Good. I yes, I suppose. Here's one thing that I'm very uh, is going on for me right now is that uh, Vashi Capello's from the news. Do you think I was going to talk about my dead cat? Yeah, I thought you were going to go there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my cat died. I guess (laughs) while we were off. And listen, I'm shook and devastated about it. To be very honest, if you want to find out more, I don't want to go on more because I will cry again, Jen. If you want to see a big grown man in his mid thirties, weep and weep Mm -hmm. tears, kill their cat. Okay. Because like I was devastated and am devastated by the loss of this cat who I loved so dearly, as you know, Mm -hmm. okay. A lot of crying in the shower for me. Um, I I'm okay. I'm getting over it. That was only for a few days. Um, but, uh, it's, it sucks. I guess I'm used to it now, but I hate it still. Her little presence in the house, (sighs) no longer there. Absolutely awful. I had this guy for 14 years. And it makes me realize too as I look at other cats and cats are mostly bad, I think. Cats (laughs) suck. I know I come off as a guy who like really loves cats because I loved my cat so much. Cats are mostly bogus. No,
0: it's just you love your cat. That's the thing. Everyone loves their cat.
1: This cat was so good though. Your
0: cat was so good though.
1: She what like the thing that people complain about cats, that's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're aloof and they hide and they don't want you to pet them and they scratch and they're mean and the blah blah This cat was none of those things, and she was only of the good things of cats. She was nice. She loved to cuddle me. She was, as I've said, and you can go and read my Instagram post, which is a long ramble about, I just barfed all my feelings and guts onto Instagram about it because I was so shook up the day she died. That is a, yeah, this cat meant a lot. And as the cats and pets do when they're at their most valuable, just comforted me and protected me against all the slings and arrows of the world. Mm -hmm. No matter what else happened in my life, and I've had some shit go down in my life, this cat was there for me in a way that, like, okay, she didn't do anything. She was like a teddy bear, right? Like a security blanket, but the way that she was was so infinitely comforting and to now I'm going through this, which was very traumatic to watch her die at my house, and now she's not there to help me? Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's the worst. It's the worst. So... (gasps) That's
0: okay You did a beautiful write-up though Holy I was I was crying And then Robin was crying Me and my partner Were crying in each other's arms (laughs) It was It was actually The most touching Tribute To an animal I have ever Read (sighs) It was beautiful Ah, it makes me cry.
1: It makes me cry too. Like the thing that I've really realized about her, and I knew this was going to happen too, Mm. when she was first diagnosed as being sick and I knew that she was like, you know, for a few months, she was really on like palliative care. We knew there was no curing her. So- I knew it was coming too. Mm -hmm. I knew that that, that, like this animal is like, I don't know if there's like some kind of a technology that like absorbs bad, but that's what she was. She was like a little charcoal briquette that just like (laughs) absorbed every negative feeling that I ever had. And, and that's, Great that I had that coping mechanism, and also was not healthy. I think in some mm. other ways, there's a like I said, just a lot of shit that you you think that you ought to deal with, or that you are dealing with. That this this mechanism coped helped me cope for, and it's not a, um, a thing that never ends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not a, forever. So so that was difficult, and I and I kind of realized too that there was a lot of like emotional trauma that that was wrapped up in her, mm-hmm. and for her to go you know and for her to die in my arms like that was uh yeah it, it it just unleashed a lot it was like a real pandora's box
0: oh yeah
1: of everything and so yeah i and i just share that cuz i think i don't know I, I i just that's what's going on anyways yeah and um it's hard it's difficult my partner is completely shook about it as well and she's only known the cat for the last 3 or 4 years anyways mm-hmm. you know but she is She's messed up too She's like Yeah I've never known A cat like this That's so affectionate And everything And it's really hard To be without So If you've got a kitten
0: Yeah Let me know Oh yeah I'm
1: in the market For a kitten I do want that In my life again But all in good time When it's healthy
0: I so badly Want my cats To make a baby For you Oh my gosh That would be a good baby Would you accept it though? Would that be yes, Up would. to your standard Of yes, cat? Yes
1: I would accept that
0: Oh they would never But of course Because it, it just doesn't Work that way Because they're both spayed and neuter But both fixed, yeah. Oh my gosh If we can clone Maybe uh, we can do Something science Like that
1: That would yeah, be really cool To have a good cat Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah one day It'll happen I, I'm on like every list In town And I've got <laughs> friends Who work for the SPCA And I hope that I'll You know Rescue another little It'll kitten come. That yeah Makes my heart happy But but here's the other the positive thing yes. that's happening to me right now is that um, host of CBC's Power in Politics, <laughs> Vashi Kapelos, uh followed me on Instagram.
0: Oh, my gosh. This is huge. <laughs> Every day we have her on the, the TV while we do the show together. And Paul turns to me and goes, shush, shush. Vashi's on. She's yeah. on. Turn, turn Vashi on the saying? TV. I, turn, turn on the TV. I think she's really good. She's so Friggin' good at her job.
1: She's so so. Anyways, she's going on like maternity leave right now, and she posted something on Instagram like it's my last show or my second to last show. And I sent her a message from you and I both mm-hmm. saying, you know, we, we watch you every day during our show. We think you're really good. Good luck with your baby. Mm-hmm. She got back to me at like three in the morning her time. Yeah, in Ontario. Oh my and,
0: gosh, baby. Why? Well, I think
1: she was up with like pregnancy hotness. Aww. She had to put like a, a a cold pack on her head. Is what <laughs> I got from her Instagram. And uh, she said thank you. For for that. And especially because here's the type of message she also gets. She posted this on Instagram. Uh, it was a, uh, a comment on a post of the CBC TV show. Uh, it just said, she is very fat. <laughs> okay. What? And she what? wrote back to it. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Thanks happy last day. This is on her last day of doing the show.
0: Really? Yeah. That's oh what people gotta deal with. People are the worst. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend, I have a few friends in um, TV journalism too. Mm. One who is on mat leave currently and she was just sending the terrible things that people would say about her and that, yeah, talking about what she was wearing and how it doesn't make her belly look good when she's pregnant because, yeah, all these things. And she yeah. was like, that's not what I'm fucking worried about right now. Yeah. It's so wild how terrible people get treated on TV, in it's, journalism.
1: It's an absolute epidemic, I think, in all of journalism and for women, is that, like, mm. they are, and this is, like, and we're kind of chuckling, and this is, like, a, a somewhat benign, but still very toxic and horrible example, but, it's, like...
0: Imagine getting that message. It's, it's, it's terrible. If, See, if I got it, I would it. cry and cry.
1: Yeah, And guess what? I've been fat for 15 years on the in the media, and I've never heard it. Because no you, one's ever said this to me. You know
0: that they're coming at it with a negative side. You know, it's not just, like, an observation. Why? Why comment? You
1: know, it's just this horrible misogynist thing that exists, mm. and and it gets way worse. It's a horrible epidemic in journalism towards women, and mm. uh, awful. And so, yeah, I hope you don't get that, any of that over in Vancouver. But I guess you're oh, on the radio. I'm on the
0: radio. Yeah, it's
1: fine. So no people one. just
0: say boring. You're a girl. <laughs>
1: See, I hate
0: that. I'm pretty boring, though. Oh, no, oh don't God, say God, that. Right don't say that.
1: Instead, enjoy now like an hour's worth or more of uh, you talking.
0: I hope you really like it. Ah, uh, feel feels so good to be back in the afternoon zone.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, yeah. good, good, good. good. Great to have you back. But now, would you just
0: look at this federal budget that dropped today? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Like the first one in a couple of years, all about, you know, pandemic recovery. So what's sticking out for you?
1: Okay, it's just, it's ridiculous Five billion dollars for popsicles Fourteen billion for haunted house decorations
0: Thirty billion dollars for boat rentals and fun pirate hats Uh, it looks like you're looking at the federal budget price points But those line items are stuff we've spent for this radio show Oh Also, this is a very dumb joke, but It's good to be back Woo! Woo! Ye-haw! Yeah! 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 Heyo!
1: So, this morning was the, uh, there was an Apple event. It wasn't a big Apple event, until They didn't announce any new phones or anything like that. Yeah, And
0: you didn't give me a heads up, so it must have not been that big. Usually you're like, I'm not coming into work today. There's an Apple event.
1: Oh, I assumed you just knew. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't come into work today, so I could stay home and watch it. But um, so here was the, the big kind of takeaways. One tidbit that I'm really neat, I think is really neat, and I'm interested in is do you know what tile is?
0: No, like I know in a kitchen.
1: Right, but there's this technology, kyle has been doing it for years, it's a little keychain, and it's like GPS trackable, so you put it on your keys, and then you're able to track your keys if you lose them, and so Apple invented, like they ripped it off, but it's a version (laughs) of that, but it works with your phone, and you can like play a little noise on your keys and stuff, or if you lose them in the couch or around the house, so... That's kind of neat. That's it's got cool. that.
0: Don't so you have that on your watch? Already? Yeah, for my phone.
1: If I lose yeah. my phone around the house, I can make my phone chirp. And so same thing with this thing.
0: Uh, okay.
1: So that's kind of a neat thing. And then the other stuff was like, whatever, whatever. There's a new chip on that. There's a new remote for this, whatever. But one thing that I was like, why are they making such a big whoop about this? They were like, that's right. We're ready to announce. Here's the big deal. Video, music, everything. A new purple iPhone. It's the same exact iPhone, but (laughs) it's purple. Okay. I was like... Okay, great big deal. Who cares? Why does that have to be a huge announcement?
0: Have you ever met someone whose favorite color is purple? It's not just their favorite color. It is everything about them in their life. They have purple walls in their house. They have purple hair. They wear purple clothing. (laughs) Like it's all in, all or nothing. People who love purple.
1: Why is that a thing about
0: purple? There's just something about purple that it's like a lifestyle. It's beyond just a color that you love. It is a full on lifestyle. I mean, you can casually like purple. Like, I think purple is a fine color. Yeah, it's lovely. But if it's your favorite color, you commit to the purple lifestyle.
1: Wow. So in a way, this was a really untapped market that (laughs) Apple was losing money on by not having a purple phone before.
0: Tapping into the purple people.
1: Purple people love purple.
0: People people who love purple are people who love purple.
1: We have a purple people lover (laughs) on the phone right now.
0: this purple people lover. So I got the purple iPhone a year ago. I'm the only one that I know that has a purple iPhone.
1: Did you know at the time that it was not a color that you could generally get?
0: No. like I didn't know this wasn't a thing. And I'm a purple lover. Purple's my favorite color, so I am the one that will dye my hair purple. I will wear purple everywhere that I can. Do
1: you find that there are a lot of places that you can't wear purple?
0: No. I don't go there. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I will not step foot into this establishment. It feels
1: like a lot of people over the age of 40 are signing up for and actually going in to get their vaccination.
0: Jason Lam today was just like bubbling with excitement. Really? Because he's, I mean, we've all been feeling. Does the vaccine make you bubble? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, he hasn't got it yet, Paul. Sorry, sorry. Go um, he, he got his appointment for his vaccination and he's just like so excited. He was like, Guess what, Jenny?
1: Oh my God. Yeah.
0: So I, I'm happy for him. I'm um, stoked
1: for him too. The more people I know over the age of 40 who are getting the vaccine, the more, the younger I feel. I just sit here feeling like, oh, all right, not yet. delay my turn, but
0: that's the one positive. That yeah. means
1: I guess I'm a little bit young. But then my <laughs> friends who are younger than me are constantly chirping me about how I'm an old man getting my vaccine before them. So. Yeah, that's
0: me. Yeah, <laughs> you're an old man in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, but we are talking, you know, about uh, the kind of new restrictions as well, right? There is a ban on non-essential travel, which we've been kind of talking about for, I mean, the last year, really. Yeah. Uh, in BC, and we're not supposed to go to other health Authority, So there's no traveling over to Whistler or to the mainland or anything like that starting Friday. Oh,
1: we can't even go up island to like Campbell River or Nanaimo or a place like that.
0: Yeah, they just want you to stay in your region, right? Yeah, and you would think that
1: like this, you know, would be, oh, there'd be a lot of whining and moaning from the tourism industry, but reading today that tourism industry leaders are saying that here in British Columbia, the next five year, weeks will be critical to saving the summer travel season. So they're mm. like, if these travel... Travel restrictions right now, you know, mean that, and we get a bunch of shots in arms. We can open up and have a more normal summer with lots of traveling. Mm-hmm. Then it is, it will be so worth it. And let's do that. Okay, we got a real hot docu series suggestion for you. It is four twenty today, of course. And there's a. Do you remember that show? It was on Netflix, Murder Mountain. Kind of talked about like. Uh, like all the craziness that would go on with those like big pot farms in Northern California oh, that were yeah. like, they were like semi-legal or illegal, and all what went on there was really a crazy documentary. Well, similarly, there's this docu series that now looks into it's kind of a true crime doc mm-hmm. and investigates the rumor that Sasquatch, the Bigfoot, murdered three Northern California cannabis farmers.
0: Yeah This is a wild documentary It kind of like Mixes all the True crime Docu-series That we're seeing On uh, Netflix As well as like The more like Paranoid Paranormal (laughs) Kind of side of things Like myths Which I'm really into This sort of hybrid
1: You're so in for it I'm
0: so into it I was saying the other
1: day I was like Is true crime I know that was a big flash In the pan for a while But is that over now Is that kind of done But Mm. apparently It's as popular as ever
0: Yeah I'm watching That this is a robbery Show on Netflix, yes. which is really good, and that's a kind of true crime uh, show.
1: Right. So does the pogo show up in that one?
0: No, but wouldn't it be great if it did?
1: Oh, way, way better.
0: <laughs> yeah, <or laughs> Absolutely. A pack of go- ghosts. Maybe we're in, <laughs> yeah. involved in the stealing of the art. I don't know.
1: So they're going to look into this, whether the Sasquatch did these murders or not. I'm going to go out on a limb here and spoiler alert that it wasn't a Sasquatch.
0: Okay, I'm going to take the other side and say, yes, it was a Sasquatch.
1: Okay. And what I find very interesting is that the filmmaker is in charge of this whole thing. He said that the experience of looking into this and mm-hmm. making this documentary series about the Sasquatch has changed him in one significant way.
0: What, just one significant way?
1: At least one.
0: Okay. He
1: says, I don't ever want to go camping again. Oh. <gasps> Why? Why?
0: Because of all the Sasquatches out there, clearly bloodthirsty. Well, good thing here on Vancouver Island we can't get a campsite this year; it's all booked up. Oh, good.
1: <laughs> I had raccoons fighting outside my house last night.
0: Oh my god! Had to go break
1: them out. What What do you use if you got a break up raccoon fight? Do you, I use a flashlight and a um, broomstick? Oh yeah, and I don't use any of the things. I just f- point the flashlight, and then I have the broomstick.
0: Well, I uh, had a, say
1: get out of here.
0: I had a situation where uh, the crows were attacking the raccoons that were eating the garbage right outside my window. In the okay,
1: bedroom. wow, just from above. It was
0: a uh, three. <laughs> it was uh three in the morning, and I was so just wanting to go to sleep. So I went outside and was like clapping and stomping, and they just looked at me and then continued fighting. Yeah, like they they are not afraid of humans. You, need- so you just kind of have to let it do its thing. So
1: know? I broke up the raccoon fight. And and then I look one of them like scampered away and then the other one was dead no and I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to clean up this dead raccoon in my yard
0: oh this is sad
1: and then it I, I was like looking around for like a bag or something I don't know what to do with it and then it just got up it was playing dead
0: oh wow. do ra- raccoons do
1: that I guess That's it lost weird. the fight so it just yeah I swear to god it was like dead flat on the ground I was like this raccoon is dead I had to deal with this. And then it was like, tricked ya? It got up and walked away. It didn't even limp. Wasn't even all wow. that hurt.
0: Wow. What a scene last night at the Plastino household.
1: No hockey stick? That's what I would use, clearly. I use that for clearing garbage out of my lawn. You and I are not really the biggest partakers in weed. Oh. Although I think I could really get into the edibles.
0: People really think I am.
1: Oh, same. Yeah. Well, it's because you're all talking assume. like this. <laughs> What's up, dude?
0: I'm like, I just talk like that.
1: Yeah. But do you, yeah, I feel like the gummies seem like a really nice thing. I never really got into smoking weed because I don't like coughing and I have little baby pink virgin lungs. Oh. So, so I like, you know, like never, I don't know. I didn't like it. And then, but the gummies, it's a gummy bear, right? I can take a little, just nibble the toes off and have a nice time.
0: Yeah. I mean, at you night? Do that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I used to, when I would need to go to sleep, it would help me. Right. Um, I become very antisocial. So it's something I'd like to do by myself. Same. You know, when people like smoke weed at a party, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I'm not going to do that. Otherwise I'm just going to lock myself in the bathroom.
1: Same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I melt into a puddle pretty much yeah. when I'm smoking weed yeah so it's like not Fun for me but yeah I, and also I feel like I'm so chill anyways I'm just like What is this gonna put me in a coma I do like so. that We
0: can talk about this on the radio though isn't that Nice it's kind of cool yeah I feel like weird about It because I'm like it's still new and but be Honest yeah
1: well it's so funny when I first got here it was illegal but I felt like I couldn't admit that I didn't like Smoking weed because then you weren't cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Right yeah yeah it's like now I can just say I'm stoked it's legal. Yes. I'm so happy I don't Like it <laughs>
0: Happy 420! <laughs> Paul, what the heck? You finished the coffee and didn't make any more? No, oh, get off my back. You never rinse your spoon. Oh, that's it. I challenge you to... Mortal, Mortal Coffee co- Combat! Round <laughs> one. I'm gonna dark roast ya!
1: Better than your bottle
0: blonde roast. Ha. <laughs> your French press style is weak. Your grounds are very wha, coarse. I'm gonna caramel Miffy at you up. Grande,
1: non-fat, half-sweet latte with extra. Whip your ass.
0: Frappuccino. Drive-through cup. Extra hot. Lid not on properly. Oh. Uh. Lawless victory. Fatality. Rogers was just not working and people were without their phone. People were mad, right? Because people have businesses, they have appointments to make. This is huge. You know, people are working from home, relying on their phones and unable to make phone calls. And yeah. it's like, yeah, we joke about it, but it was actually a big deal for a lot of people, right? Now, Rogers apologized. They said, sorry. Mm. Oops. Um, And they're also giving a credit to customers. So if you are a Rogers customer, you can expect a credit. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to sign up for a rebate or anything like that. They're going to calculate it for you. And it's based on how much you pay monthly and your services. And it's going to be like a day or two of money back. Let me say,
1: I... Was I got caught a little heat For minimizing this When it was happening The other day mm-hmm. Let me go ahead And minimize it again
0: Okay great <laughs> Just dig that grave
1: <laughs> Now no, admittedly I didn't have anything Like big going on that day I didn't have any Like big phone meetings Or like was tra- You know Waiting on a big Important call Or nothing like that And I understand that For a lot of people That is the case For mm. sure But I just found It was so weird I did barely even noticed Because number one Most of my messages Are going through iMessage oh. Through iPhone That's all through the internet So right. didn't notice There was like one message from Brian Boitano who uses an Android phone Mm. and I didn't get it. So he just got to me on Facebook instead. And that's the other thing too, right? Your phone has all these other apps, whether it's WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, all these are other messaging apps that people just jump to that I, and so I feel like I didn't miss hardly anything at all, but it is the right thing that Rogers is doing here is like giving you credit because I wasn't expecting that at
0: all. I mean, I liked to pretend that I was with Rogers all day so I could just not get back to messages, you know? I'm a kudo person, but good excuse.
1: That day you were just like, oh, sorry, what, I missed your baby shower. Sorry, Rogers. Rogers, sorry, Rogers. There is some consternation about if you're an astronaut who's going to Mars, yeah. what happens if, to your body if you die? People are like, oh no, it could be a long time before you get the body back to Earth. I think that we got to wrap our minds around. It's a one-way trip there, bud.
0: Well, that's what NASA is saying. Is like when people are going to Mars, there's no return flight. You're not coming back. We're not shipping bodies back either. Yeah. You're, you have to be prepared to die on Mars.
1: Okay, here's the uh, here's your options if you're an astronaut on the way to Mars. Right. Let's say you die on the way even. Mm-hmm. Jettisoned. What? Shot into space.
0: Oh, they'll just blast
1: you into space. Just blast you into space. Personally, if I'm an astronaut and I'm in- interested in going to Mars to begin with, I don't want to go and return back to earth i would like to be jettisoned out into space that seems like a fine way to spend eternity just spinning and swirling and going right no. you're dead
0: uh okay you think about this though the more and more people that go out into space you know going to mars there's more people who are dying there is just many many dead bodies just floating around in space space on its own is scary enough then you add all the humans that have passed away. So what you That's think, terrifying. What,
1: you're gonna like open a closet door in space, and a, like a skeleton gonna is gonna be... pop out, like a haunted house. Oh, no. Space is gigantic. You're never gonna run into the body again.
0: I don't know. You never know. The other thing that they're saying is that they might just get other crew members to eat the bodies. <laughs> Why is this an option? Is cannibalism not a law on Mars?:
1: We did a little googling about what's the law on Mars. I literally
0: just googled that.
1: <laughs> not a lot of stuff came up. Well, again, that is kind of the stark reality of going to Mars. This is not unlike this is unlike anything we've ever done before. This yeah. is not just like going to a different continent and we bring a crate of oranges, but we'll forage some coconuts when we get there. No, This is a completely other planet where there is no sustenance except for what you bring with you. And you might have to eat your fellow astronauts who
0: died. die That's terrifying Now they're saying that they can't just dig a hole and bury people Because they don't want to contaminate the planet Of not Mars gonna, Yeah, we're not going to biodegrade or whatever into the, Earth, into the Mars surface
1: So those are really your options if you want to go to Mars For your final resting place Okay Floating endlessly in space Mm-hmm That's making me feel a little bit claustrophobic, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Or being eaten by your other crew members. And honestly, Jen, if you or I were going to Mars, I give you full permission. I definitely will die first. I imagine that my body is delicious and well marbled. Please (laughs) enjoy.
0: Thank you. I'll bring the barbecue sauce. Ew.
1: (laughs) I have a Roomba and it's disappointing, honestly, because Mm. I think that the promise is when you get a Roomba that you never have to lift a finger to clean your house ever again. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. No. Like it does an okay job zambonying around and picking up some dirt, I guess. It does an okay
0: job, but yeah. then I have to go and clean the bathtub still? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Roomba my whole house if you're going to Roomba at all. Not just the floor. My sister was like, Jen, I got us a Roomba. This is going to be great. We never have to deal with it again. And we pulled it out and we got it all set up. And the first thing it does is try and go under the the... A couch does yeah. not fit yeah. and then it goes to the carpet that has designs on it and you can't do it on when there's like vibrant designs what on the carpet really yeah, so it was immediately we had to return it
1: yeah and then look at it if you can get it working then it like dies or like it be, <laughs> it's sad it like sing, sings a sad song yeah. when it gets lost and everything I'm like okay robot you're depressing me back in the thing you go Happy Earth Day! And this is so wonderful. Earth is getting all these Earth Day cards from all the other planets.
0: Like this one from Mars says, thanks for the cute little robot and helicopter.
1: This one is from the planet Vulcan. It says, when are you gonna develop your warp drive technology, you nerds? But then it says live long and prosper.
0: Aw. This one's from Saturn and it's a voice message actually.
1: Always bragging about the ring, <laughs> So ring. And uh, finally, this one's from Pluto. Like, you oh, know what? I'm yeah. not even gonna open it. Let's just, put it in the non-planet pile. Could <laughs> <Good> try Pluto. <laughs> Can you sent me this little car that you want to get one.
0: Um, I was thinking about it, but I read about it more, and I'm like, eh, maybe not. Mm. It, it's a, a big uh, article today because of Earth Day, and it's this new type of vehicle that they're saying could help congestion issues on the streets. And it's also an electric vehicle too, which is always nice to see people making electric vehicles. Sure. So it's a three-wheeled vehicle Mm. and they're saying it's kind of a mix between an electric bicycle and a golf cart. So what's great about it is that it's unlike a bike in the way that you're not going to be sweaty when you get to work. Right? Okay. yeah you're fair. also um, sheltered from all the elements so we're talking weather you know it's not gonna be rainy and snowy you're not gonna get pelted in the face it's got a cover on it okay so you're you can be nice and warm it probably has a heater in there too like a car there's a place for luggage you can bring your briefcase and everything okay which is good um, and it goes 32 kilometers per hour and the reason why they made it so slow is because they wanted to have like uh, the same regulations as electric bicycles and it can only go a certain speed
1: oh so they could have made it faster but they decided to to keep it, the cap it there.
0: Yeah. Huh. This thing is it only fits one person and it's like really skinny, but I could just imagine a whole bunch of these driving on uh, the road. You can't take it on the highway though. So I don't know what it's actually good for.
1: You'd have to have a pretty tight commute as it is. I This is maybe it's supposed to some, like legit replace a bicycle for someone who's right now bicy- bicycling to work.
0: Yeah. But then uh, it doesn't really deal with congestion. Or is it the is it bringing people into the bicycle world who don't want to bike because of all those things that I mentioned?
1: It's got a five thousand dollars price tag, which I'm really I'm like <laughs> wondering about. Like, is that a, is that good or yeah? Is
0: I don't that know. good place? Is don't that know a good if that's deal? Great. I don't know. I mean, I would get one just to rip around for fun. They look like a fun. Like I love a go kart. I love ripping around in a go <laughs> go kart, sending it off jumps and, and just messing around on those. Yeah. Um, so that's what it reminds me
1: of. Totally. And it's nice, too, that this is a, a made-in-Canada invention. This is a, something they're going to put into production here in Canada. How wonderful. We'll get some jobs and all that going for the Canadian market. Um, I don't know if it's exactly going to revolutionize the <laughs> way we... You know, like, this smacks to me of... Remember when they introduced the Segway scooter? It was the oh, same kind. Yeah. And they were like, our, pr- our traffic problems are over, everybody. <laughs> walking and driving is a good. Gone the days of walking and driving. Here it is, everyone. This is a massive massive thing. It's going to revolutionize the world. And then there was a segue and it was like, Oh, okay. That'll be good for jokes <laughs> and nothing else. This is not going to work. So it kind of strikes me as that, but mm-hmm. uh, good for them. And you know what else? Let's get working on those pneumatic suction tubes that just suck you straight from your house. Yeah,
0: let's get working on those. I've always been saying that. Right,
1: That's the wave of the future. <laughs> suck me straight from the house, straight to work and back. And that's good night. If I got to rank the uh, top three things I miss about the before times, mm-hmm. Obviously, number one, seeing friends and family in close quarters. Number two, probably live music.
0: Oh, yeah. Big time.
1: Number three, roller coasters.
0: Really? How many roller coasters were you going on in a year? Who me? Yeah. Who me? Who me? I'm a
1: big coaster enthusiast. Oh, yeah? I'm a coaster cutie, we're called.
0: Oh, I could see you maybe having a backyard coaster being made if you ever, you know, get a property. I
1: had one. It got shut down. Oh. Yeah, I didn't bad. follow the permits But oh, uh, some good news if you're a coaster cutie like me Is that uh, over in Vancouver They are opening up Playland for the summer season what? Uh, I
0: don't know how that's allowed <laughs> What? We're just like going through all these restrictions And locking things down more But we can go to a, an amusement park and ride rides That's a priority, that's fine <laughs>
1: Okay, a couple of things about this. this. Do you remember earlier on in the pandemic there was a amusement park in Japan that was opening, and they were putting out a video instructing people just don't scream on the rollercoaster.
0: That was going to be my question too. Are we going to be allowed to scream?
1: (laughs) Do I get to wear a mask?
0: Maybe you can. Maybe you can scream if you wear a mask. Yeah. But it's outside. Aren't we supposed to be doing things outside?
1: I can see. You know, when they're like, "Oh, we're opening up Disneyland," I'm like, "Disneyland? That's inside. So many of those rides Mm. and even the lines sneak through like." Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, Indiana Jones Mountain. Right. It's all inside, and the air smells funny to begin with. I, th- I would feel not so safe about that okay. with all those other people. But Playland is
0: completely outside, so what's the big one? Yeah, I guess if you just, like, block out all of the middle parts of the roller s- a coaster and just allow the front and the back that's the spots that you want anyway on a roller coaster right the back spot right. and the front spot yes um, they're saying that they're only going to be selling like limited amount of tickets there's a certain capacity right. which will be good so yeah. not a lot of people
1: keep out of the haunted house
0: yeah <laughs> that's a good thing so yeah I mean it's gonna be opening as of right now for, for the summer
1: Okay, here's here's my, uh, I'm going to coin a term here, Jen. Okay. You know how, um, like on supermodel shows, they tell you how to smile with your eyes? Yep. What do they call that? Smize. So now we need to scream with our eyes on the roller coaster. <laughs> scream. Right? I call it a scrise. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've just read that there will be a new Haunted Mansion movie. Huh? Yes, uh...
0: Haunted Mansion movie?
1: Do you know, yeah, do you know about the Haunted Mansion from Disneyland? You've never been to Disneyland, but it's a theme park ride, and they made a movie out of it just like after Pirates of the Caribbean was successful. They were like, oh, well, let's make a movie out of this Hmm. starring Eddie Murphy, and everyone hated it
0: right okay yeah I recognize it now I just googled it okay yeah.
1: and I just feel so great for you Jen because when Pirates of the Caribbean came out that was so impactful on me mm. and I was able to really base my entire personality on it for like a good 10 years <laughs> you Really did. Yeah. and I know you're a big spooky ghost fan and so maybe if this <laughs> mansion movie is good you can really like sink your teeth into it and
0: become the structure itself be haunted at all times yeah I think that's great for me
1: right <laughs> yeah
0: Wait, when are they releasing that? Are so they-
1: congratulations.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't
1: know. They don't know when it's released. They are okay. just like, st- they hired a director. Cool. You're watching a little bit of Shits Creek?
0: Nope. I oh, I thought seen you were going gonna... to Oh, really? Okay. I keep on saying that I'm going to and then I haven't yeah. took the plunge yet. I know it's just going to take over my life, so I'm just <laughs> waiting for the time where I'm prepared for that.
1: It's nice. It's a nice little takeover for sure. Well, yeah. there's a guy named Dustin Mulligan on the show. Uh, you might recognize his name. He plays uh, Ted, the very cute veterinarian on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a new article going around right now that he did promoting some new show he's on, but the big takeaway that everyone is really grasping onto is that he's very sweaty.
0: Aren't we all? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, they were saying that he was sweating so much that between takes they would have to like get out a hairdryer and they would also have to stuff his armpits with uh, paper towels, which is a move that I think a lot of people have done. Hopefully yeah, he that's a good technique. Yeah, if you're you sweat a lot, get the armpit paper towels going.
1: I think that's great that it was in here because that's now we know the secrets of Hollywood. Yeah, if you get a sweaty Betty on Seti, you <laughs> get the paper towels, shove them in the t-shirt armpits, and no one really notices. I never noticed. I never was sitting there watching Shit's Creek, being like, "Wow, I'm loving this scene." But what is with the bunches? It's got padded happening? pits what's over there. On? What's
0: happening there? Um, are you much of a sweater? I I get really sweaty palms. And uh, I get stress sweat It's not very like noticeable It's just the smell is bad (laughs) Yeah
1: Yeah. No I'm very blessed that I don't generally Sweat very much out of my body Like even like I'll go for a long run and everything And I'll still be bone dry Yeah like I know I see people at the gym And they just got like those sweat stains all down their back And around the ring of their collar And pits and everything and I'm just like bone dry But you know where it all comes from the forehead for me. And it oh. drips in my eyes <gasps> and it stings and stings. That it mixes stings. with my sunscreen. It stings.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I think that what we need to do here is really develop some products yeah. wearable paper towel, super absorbent. You just like put them on like water wings and they sit (laughs) in your armpits and they absorb your sweat and your pit stands.
0: There you go. One show that I did watch, I mean, I haven't watched Shits Creek, but I did watch How I Met Your Mother back in the day. Did you like it? It was all right. It was a show that I just kind of had on in the background. It was pleasant to me. (laughs) No complaints, you know? Um, I'm just getting word that they're making a How I Met Your Father, which guess what? It's going to be the exact same premise but this time it's the wife telling the kids how they met Uh, but it's the father this time
1: yeah i I heard that um the (laughs) network tv executives were just like well we're all out of ideas so let's look at our old ideas let's see here friends how about enemies (laughs) no darn it the office how about out of off No, darn it. Okay, what else do we have?
0: Um, how I met your sister. <laughs> no, that doesn't. It's obvious. Uh, My brother. Do, uh, how I met your grandson.
1: Two and a half men. Should we just bring for the rest of the man and just get three men? <laughs> Can we just have a show called Three Men? <laughs>
0: I'd watch that, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, the star for How I Met Your Father is Hilary Duff. But you heard that, like, uh, Lizzie McGuire was supposed to have a reboot where yeah. Hillary Duff is now, like, you know, in her career in, in New York working as an f- interior designer or whatever. But that got canned for whatever reason. And uh, she was free to do this show. So we can expect that. Not entirely sure when it's going to be coming out, but soon
1: enough. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Television executives being totally creatively bankrupt. And that's really what they're doing. They're just looking at old shows and like, how can we put a fresh spin on something that worked and not think of anything new? Yeah. So um, uh, and in a few good ones here. So he said, uh, you look at Cheers and you call it, well, he said get lost.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was thinking Cheers.
1: Yours, <laughs> yours is better. He said, you see Lost, the TV show Lost.
0: Oh, yeah. Found. How
1: about a show called Found? Nice. People, they don't get lost.
0: I was thinking Fresh Prince. Yes. Stanky Princess.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Or Moldy Princess.
1: Um, I was thinking The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. You just do a show called Creationism.
0: <laughs> Different. Or Will and Grace. How about Bill and Butch? Great. <laughs>
1: Could there be a banner war amongst Vancouver Canucks fans? Mm -hmm. To elaborate on that, (laughs) uh, yesterday, a group of fans paid an airplane to wave a flag over the city that read, Fire Benning.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Referring to the Canucks general manager right now, who Uh they're not very happy with. Right, yeah. Uh, So... The other side of Canucks fans are very upset about this, oh. from what I've read. Are they very pro-Benning, or do they just hate that like negativity online? Great question. Mm. That is a question that needs to be posed more often. Um, I think they're pro-Benning, but I don't know if they're... Like, we love Jim Benning, but they love him enough, right. or like where the Canucks are enough to get their own banner that says that says thank you jim so i oh, think
0: oh that's nice they just don't <laughs> want anyone to be bullied by banners <laughs> if you
1: that's true so i want it i
0: want all the banners <laughs> so dumb
1: the airplane <laughs> banner industry's never been this good. Oh, yeah,
0: get into it.
1: Oh my god! Can you imagine your name was Jim and you're just like, wow, look at this. <laughs> kids like that is their dads across the lower mainland loving that so much. <laughs> check it out, honey. They appreciate that I Carol, did the dishes. Carol, did you do
0: this for me, you sweetheart? Oh, oh baby. check it out,
1: kids. Your old man's got a banner in the sky. Oh, Jim loves it. Jim loves it. More banners. More banners. <laughs> A huge shipment of yachts is expected to be delivered in Victoria in early May.
0: 27 yachts. That's the most in one shipment since 2018. It is
1: so great to see signs of economic recovery in the yacht market.
0: Yeah, great to see. So now time for a new segment. Yacht Yacht Talk.
1: talk. Please don't listen if you're not a yacht owner or currently looking to purchase a yacht. Mm. Today, we'll be comparing, in terms of practicality, helicopter landing pad or below-deck docking for ski boats.
0: Also, how to make sure your live-on crew doesn't drink your top-shelf booze when you're not around.
1: A serious issue. Later, we'll power rank the world's scenic private coves in which to hide from paparazzi by water clarity.
0: And finally, we'll play yacht or not. Because if
1: there's one thing this pandemic has done, it's deepened the divide between the yachts and the knots. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Weekend, I guess, for was it Oscars. Did yeah. you watch them, Paul? You're a big movie guy.
1: Watched every second of it, most boring Oscar show I ever saw in my life. There was no attempt, even to have any amount of fun, uh, except for this horrible, cringy thing where it was like, guess that song in the middle of it? Oh, it was brutal, and the numbers seemed to co- correspond like it was like the worst year for people watching it ever in the history of Oscars.
0: Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched the Oscars because in before times I found. That they were boring too right. um, And I think that this year It just like barely counts <laughs> As like a win Which sucks For all the uh, The movies that did Put in the effort But yeah, yeah It just feels like It's a wash this year hey?
1: They are always boring You're right That is Yes But, like, this year, there's no attempt to not be boring. Maybe they're just leaning into it. They're like, we know we're stuffy boring. We're just going to really stuff it up.
0: Um, The one thing that I did notice was I was looking at the Razzie nominations and the Oscars nominations, and I realized that I watched more films that were nominated for the Razzies, the worst movie of the year, which I think I need to do a better job of, like, picking movies.
1: Yeah, There's a sweet spot in between the two.
0: But I found that this year I was wanting to watch terrible movies. Movies. I didn't want to watch the good movies that were, you know, pulling on your heartstrings That's because fair. I just wanted to feel good about myself by watching terrible things. Okay,
1: you know? I get that. Yeah. Um, there were two moments that were actually kind of nice and fun. Mm-hmm. I will say this during the Oscars last night. One was Daniel Kaluuya, who won for his incredible performance in Judas and the Black Messiah playing Fred Hampton. He was unreal in that, and he won for Best Supporting Actor. And during his speech, he said this. Like, it's incredible. My mom met my dad.
0: They had sex. It's amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm here. You know what I mean? So I'm so happy to be alive. So I'm going to celebrate that tonight.
1: That was great. His mom was in the audience. They cut to her immediately. Yeah. And she's like, why did you say that?
0: like what is he going on about yeah but I love that idea of just like being like yeah I, I am thankful for my parents for making me mm-hmm. that's what the speech should be about
1: Sure. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's an okay thing to bring up in front of millions of people. (laughs) But I think you're right. I think we should try and change that. You know, when people are like, hey, how are you doing? You know, these days I'm always like, you know, hanging in there as good as can be. But I want to completely swap that out. And next time it's always going to be, well, my mom and dad had sex. So, you know, celebrating every day is a beauty. (laughs) The big upset, of course, was that Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor over Chadwick Boseman, Mm. who, of course, uh, passed away in this past year. And uh, he wasn't even around to pick it up. They like put best actor at the very end, which is very unusual. Oh,
0: usually it's like the best picture at the very end, isn't it? Yes. Like everyone waits for that. Yeah, so I was like... headliner.
1: (laughs) They gave up Best Picture. I was like, oh, is it over? Did did I miss the acting categories? And then... So they rearranged it probably because, you know, anticipating for Chadwick Boseman to win. Uh And then it like to go out on that like very, you know, it was like powerful, emotional moment. And instead it was Anthony Hopkins who didn't even bother to show up because he really thought he wasn't going to win. So it was just like, it was Anthony Hopkins and he's not around. Good night, everybody. And then that was it.
0: Oh my gosh. And then
1: this morning, Anthony Hopkins puts a video on his Instagram, which is adorable and hilarious. He's like, yeah, I didn't go because I didn't think I was going to win. Uh Thanks, everyone. And thanks, Chadwick Boseman, essentially being like,
0: who should have won? Yeah, what are you doing? What a twist. Yeah, so not a good twist either.
1: Not a great twist. Yeah. Go and check out Anthony Hopkins' Instagram <laughs> video for a uh, hilarious update from the Oscars last night.
0: Oh, boy. So it was a very busy weekend, um, but a lot of people didn't realize that there was a battle of the Joshes going on. Yeah. Uh, This was in, where was it? Oh, Lincoln, Nebraska, where a person named Josh Swain decided to just invite everyone he could find on Facebook with the same name as him to a Facebook group Mm -hmm. and then sent them a message that just said uh, the date which was, uh, I guess it was the 24th, and just random coordinates, and said, we fight. Whoever wins gets to keep the name. Everyone else has to change their name. You have a year to prepare. Good luck. So yeah, this happened last year, and uh, they actually had the battle this weekend, and there were hundreds of people there.
1: The fateful day arrived, and this was so much better (laughs) than the stupid Let's Storm Area 51 thing. Oh, yeah. You know, similar origins with a lot of Facebook thing and all that, but but Josh has actually showed up to fight to get to keep the name Josh.
0: This is the sound of it. They all had pool noodles. Okay. Some of them had other weapons. (laughs) Yeah, there was hundreds of people and they finally crowned a victor (laughs) who was four-year-old Josh. Can I have a few words
1: on your thoughts on the big win? I'm just making sure. fight everyone,
0: and now I <laughs> win. Quiet down! <laughs> He's five, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> and they go and they, they pick him up. I figure, I figure, yeah. Yeah! So it was the first weekend with the new restrictions for traveling, and it's nice to see that BC Ferry said it was a really slow, quiet, calm, peaceful weekend.
1: Yeah, the president was talking about how they only had to turn away, he says, between four and seven people.
0: Hmm. Interesting
1: number range there, but, uh, and that it was pretty okay when they had to do it. They were worried that it might have to be a tense situation where they're like, what are you traveling for now? And then the people would get upset, but he says in Every case, it was because they just misunderstood the regulation.
0: Well, that's good. So it just went down like, oh, you can't travel. And they just turned around and was like, okay. Oh, I thought Aww, I could. You I got me.
1: Because I, I know. I thought it was going to be like tense or like someone was trying to pull a fast one because it really is an honor system.
0: Right. Right.
1: So the fairies are going to ask you, what are you traveling for? And then what? Someone would be like, we're going surfing. I mean, surgery. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nope, turn around, I mean, go I, back.
0: I guess it's similar to what, you know, restaurant workers have been dealing with over mm. the, you know, past year where it's like, are you guys actually all living in a house together? Right. There are six of you around the same age. Hmm. And, you know, this is like, OK, if you say you are, then come on in kind of thing. So yeah. it may have been like that, too. But I mean, it was quiet. So that's good to, to hear. And a lot of the BC Ferries employees didn't have to. Yeah. Have to deal with those intense situations.
1: Yeah, and be hall monitor yeah. of the fairies. Yeah, <laughs> no, they confirmed that most British Columbians, who like they get it, and then the ones even that don't and misunderstood were polite and respectful and
0: just trying to follow the regulations. We go, everyone. Good
1: job, team.
0: Over in Port Moody, they got a brand new pickleball facility and there has been a few issues with noise. It's a really loud sport, so they decided to ban it.
1: Yeah, there were neighbors that were complaining of rising stress and anxiety from the noise of the pickleball. And you might think, like, that's bad neighbor behavior. You know, it's like, get over it. It's just pickleball. But guess what, Jen?
0: It's a loud sport.
1: It's a really loud sport. And uh, here I have the sound of what it actually sounds like.
0: Oh my god. This is pickleball! No, it's not. This, I think it is! Well, I don't know what that is, but it's not pickleball. I found the sound of it! Make it stop! It's pickles! Yeah, this is the whole sport! I mean, I would be angry if that was actually the sound of it, but it's not.
1: It's great on a sandwich, but it's bad on the courts! Wouldn't want to live next to this! No, thank you! I was saying to you, the moon was real pretty last night And you had your cans on and you're like, are you calling me pretty? And I was like, no, no. I have compliments for the moon Jen, get over yourself You're a co-worker I
0: mean, we can talk about how pretty I
1: am on not, the radio if you want Compliment you in a workplace When this gorgeous orb hangs above us
0: Yeah, so this was the pink moon And it was night a star. super moon So it was super close to Earth And, um Yeah, because it was close to the horizon, too. It just made it look extra big.
1: It was beautiful last night. Yeah, it was lovely.
0: I was like trying to remember. I'm like, did anything weird happen? Because weird things happen during a full moon, usually, or maybe even good things happen. Werewolves. Werewolves happen. And I did have a spooky moment last night when the moon was at its fullest, and I get a text message from my friend, was just like, just a heads up, my friend got followed, be careful and I was like okay well I'm about to go outside to my car and then I see someone in the distance and I'm like oh I'm not I'm not dealing with this so I just run to my car get in my car my brakes are gone what like happened? What? Yeah, so my this brakes just weren't working I thought we were talking about the moon here, Jen <laughs> This is supposed to be a fun way to start the show This is awful, <laughs> what happens? It's really scary And I'm, I'm, I mean, so I'm okay And I just got to the bottom of the road And I was like, brakes aren't working Alright, e-brake it Then I had to somehow parallel park With an old standard car that barely works. My brakes aren't working, so I had to parallel park with an e-brake. It was really challenging. And then my partner came and looked out, but my my brakes had gotten, like, the line of it got all wrapped up in the wheel. He's like, I've never seen this in my life. I don't know how this happened.
1: Now, connect this for me. Do you think someone did this to you? No,
0: no. I think the moon did it to me.
1: Okay, similarly to You're Not Pretty, the moon is pretty. The moon cut your brake line.
0: Yeah, it's just science, man.
1: Okay. One more thing about the moon last night. Hmm? A lot of photographers love to take pictures of the big, pretty moon when it gets all pretty like oh, that, yeah. right? But here's what you gotta do I think. I saw one picture. That was like, here's the moon over Victoria. And it was just like the moon hanging in the sky. And it was like, is it? I don't know. And then the next picture I saw was, hey, here's the moon over Seattle. Mm. And it was like the moon set against the Space Needle. Oh, cool. So if you want those clicks and likes, (laughs) you've got to include a local landmark. Mm -hmm. I want to see that moon hanging out over the empress, over top of the legislature, even from, you know, Mount Doug or whatever, you Paul can do Plistino's
0: that. house. Come to my house. Take it over my big stupid head. Yeah. There you go.
1: So I remember, what was it, last week? We can ago, something like that. Mm. The, all Rogers went down across country and uh, it was such a pain in the ass for everybody, right? But then Rogers did come out and say, sorry about that. Listen, we're going to give you guys all a little bit of a rebate. Yeah. You know, it's not fair you have to pay your whole month's bill when you couldn't use your phone for a whole day.
0: Yeah, so they were like, we'll give you a refund for a day's worth of service that you experienced, which is nice. And the great thing is is that you don't have to do anything to accept this rebate. It was just going to go directly back into your account. You don't have to press any buttons. That's
1: what I assumed, but... Now, they are warning that there's a scam going around. Of
0: course those sneaky <laughs> buggers are getting involved. <laughs> trying to take
1: advantage of the Rogers outage, which we mm. all knew about and were affected by it, by trying to scam you and trying to like do that phishing thing. Where they're like, here's your rebate, $50. Don't you want your $50? Click on this link.
0: Don't click the link.
1: Don't click the link. Don't click anything.
0: Yeah, so Rogers will not be sending any text messages. It'll just go straight into your account. You don't Press the link. Um, there's also uh, a spam thing that you can send it to, which I wouldn't even bother oh, really? with because I'd yeah. be afraid of clicking the link by accident, but you can forward the message to 7726, which spells spam, Okay, and then it reports it, which is good, too.
1: That's great because I, you know, if they can do anything to crack down on these fishers and scammers, that'd be mm-hmm. really good. Another good heads up and tip is that if you're not sure if you get a message and an email and whatever and it looks pretty good but you're like hmm I wonder uh, they're saying that spelling and grammar mistakes are common in basic messages Yeah. so read the message carefully do not give a message from a company the benefit of the doubt don't look at it and be like my grammar's off but, po- but alright let's hit it let's see what's <laughs> going on
0: isolation has been, you know, really challenging for a lot of people, but what if you took it to the absolute extreme? This is what like a group of 15 volunteers have done. They went into a cave for 40 days without any daylight, no clocks, no communication, no cell phone, no, you know, communication to the outside world, just 15 people, all volunteers. And they did this for a research study out of uh, France and Switzerland called Deep time, and they wanted to see how people adapt to extreme changes in living conditions. 40 days in a cave with nothing. Yeah, okay. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I mean, great time to do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not going on up here, so (laughs) might as well have a little 40 day uh, cave, cave cavecation, I guess you would call it. They they were saying that like two thirds of the people in this group were like, I'd go back
0: that is what is so wild is that I would think oh my gosh that would be mental hell just staying in a cave without any light 15 people you don't really know no tasks to do nothing like that
1: I know were you allowed to bring like luxury items like on Survivor was it like you could bring a puzzle and work on it
0: no nothing you can't bring anything
1: so what do they do down there I
0: don't know make friends I guess one of the guys guys I read like
1: he was like running around in the circles to stay fit
0: oh there you go (laughs) Doesn't that sound fun?
1: Yeah, but that's what it sound like. Oh, we'd like to go back to be able to finish up the projects we started working on. <laughs> what <laughs> projects? We were building a birdhouse for
0: 40 days in the dark? I don't understand. Yeah, so we don't know a lot about like the research side of it, what they kind of you know figured out from this weird experiment. A lot of people, though, thought that they were in there for less time, which I think is a good sign. Some people thought that they were only in there for 23 days. So when it when the 40 days was up, they're yeah. like, oh, oh. <laughs> would you look at that?
1: It sounded <laughs> Out of the ca- I feel like this is self-fulfilling Okay, this is bad research actually I'm going to write a letter to deep that? time Because you put out a call for people uh, Dear internet or whoever Who'd like to live in a cave for 40 days With no sun and then you get these people who volunteer It's not like they like force people to do it So no. it's people who are like Cave, yes, that's the life for me <laughs> And then when they get out of there They're like, oh, I really liked the cave That's self-fulfilling prophecy right there Hi, it's Paul on a podcast exclusive. What I meant to say was self-selecting sample. And I feel so dumb that I couldn't get there and remember it on the air. Now back to the podcast. What was it, last week we told you that Playland was going to be reopening back up? Well, they've decided to postpone their reopening following some backlash that they got.
0: We have an idea, though. What if one person was allowed to go into the park at a time? 20 minutes later
1: Yay Later I'm gonna go home and throw up I guess that's just as fun So last night, Jen, we went to the grocery store We were gonna make this um, thing that we always make Staple at my house We make a really nice, like a tofu uh, dish With like Um, a peanut sauce we Mm. make from scratch and then broccoli and rice. It's delicious feeling, really tasty. I'm into it. Went to go get the tofu, completely empty in the grocery store. And now I hear this is actually not just my experience, but everyone is experiencing a tofu shortage.
0: Yeah, just on Vancouver Island, at least. I mean, the Victoria Reddit right now is popping off because no one can find tofu. And then there was an article in uh, the news saying that, yeah, there's just a higher demand for Meatless products and meatless like meat alternatives. So tofu is just like a really h- hard thing to find, and uh, I guess tofu producers can't really keep up with the demand on Vancouver Island, specifically in Victoria.
1: How funny! Tofu used to be a punchline. You know what I mean? It used yeah. to be like this thing like eating tofu, you're a tofu lover, and all that. Now it's like yes. I enjoy it. It's a really good little protein. It's a pleaser. Uh, And and the article you sent me too said that this pandemic is fueling the demand for meatless products here on Vancouver Island. And I couldn't quite like put that together why that would be. Why of all things, the pandemic Mm -hmm. fighting a virus, why would that cause people to like abandon meat things more than any other time in history?
0: I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I mean, I can speculate. Maybe people are just cooking from home more and they're like, ah, might as well try something new in the kitchen. Instead Perhaps. of my usual, um, they were also saying, like, in the Reddit thread that it could be like the cost of um shipping has gone up too, oh, okay. so the demand, you know, I don't know, something about that, but I've actually never been a huge fan of tofu, I love meatless things, yeah, I'd rather just have more vegetables than have tofu,
1: yeah. If you can do it right, it's like, yeah, it's I think it's pretty tasty, it's like a good uh, repli- or uh, substitute for chicken, I mm. think, but um, one thing. They said that like Okay manufacturers And producers of tofu Are going to have to Start making more of it If yeah. there's this increased demand Apparently You can make it At your home yourself
0: Oh you can't?
1: Well that's what my girl Said to me last night As we couldn't find The tofu in the grocery store She's just like Well I guess I'll have to Get some soybeans And just make it at home Oh, like,
0: that's impressive You can do that? So <laughs>
1: there you go Reddit and whoever Is looking for soybean Or tofu Make your own at home I guess <laughs> I get a lot of flack for this whenever I tweet about it, but yeah. I really think that we all ought to be wiping our dogs' buttholes. I
0: don't think that's necessary. When
1: the doggy comes in from a poop, uh, I do this to Gary, my dog. I go, "Gary, butt wipe," and he knows what to do. He goes straight to the toilet and stands like a good boy, really and waits for me. To- yes,
0: wow. And
1: I wipe his little bottom, and yes, there is poop on it, and that prevents it from getting s- stamped and smudged all around my house.
0: I mean, I, I think that's. You know, that makes sense if you have very furry animals. I am constantly grooming my animals because they're fluffy little beasts. Uh, But there was this thing that my mom sent me. Bless my mom, because sometimes she just comes in with this, like, gem content. I don't know how she finds it.
1: Great show prep, Jenny's mom.
0: (laughs) She's in between shows right now, so she's just like, I've got time. I'm going to send you weird (laughs) articles. Uh, So here's the headline of this article. It says, does your cat's butthole touch everything it sits on? One middle schooler devised an experiment to find out.
1: (sighs) This is good stuff. This This is is good important science. We should be funding this.
0: science, yes. So what they decided to do was take a stick of lipstick from their mom's purse and put it on the butthole of a cat and then just let it roam around for a day. Then they would be able to very much see where the lipstick stains were around the house. They put like white sheets on all all the furniture and everything. Mm -hmm. There was nothing. Wow. There was nothing except for a slight smear on the white bed sheet on the bed where it liked to lie down and roll around and everything. But that was it. So it's going to be more of a problem for people who don't wash their sheets as often as they should.
1: Right. You should be doing that. Well, so what does this prove that cats have little furry butt cheeks that (laughs) prevent?
0: You don't need to go wiping your cat's bottom.
1: Okay, the not the cat. But I swear to god, the dog <laughs> it makes perfect sense, okay?
0: Okay. Okay, and
1: then what was your mom's great joke?
0: Oh, oh, yeah, she came in with a zinger. She said, "But did the kid throw it out after the experiment or put it back into his mom's purse?" The lipstick. The lipstick.
1: I'd like to subscribe to your mom's <laughs> newsletter, please. <Me> too. <laughs>
0: there's this new warehouse and distribution center that is going to be put up in Sydney. And this thing is massive. So Mm. it's 7.7 acres. It's at McDonald Park. Mm -hmm. Now, city councilors are saying that the scale of the development will be life-changing for the seaside community, but they're not saying what it is. That's right. So my brain is just like, Turn and turn and trying to figure out what in the world it could be.
1: Yeah, what could it be? This type of they're called last mile warehouses, and so it's like uh, things get shipped here from wherever across the country or overseas, mm. and then they get brought in in like big trucks and then go there, and then they get put into smaller trucks, and then they get <laughs> distributed, I guess, around the island. But, yeah, as you say, it could be really life-changing. Um, they're they're still looking into how it's going to affect traffic, obviously, because this uh, is going to be a huge development with a lot of coming and going. But it could lead to a good number of jobs, actually, warehousing jobs, trucking jobs, all that, and not to mention the construction to put the thing up.
0: Yeah, but I'm still, I'm still confused as to what it could be. Do you have any idea? <laughs> you place your bets. Yeah. But this thing is 500... 500- Thousand square feet, eight hundred and one parking spaces for cars and delivery vans. It's massive.
1: It's huge, and they showed, th- so like in the news, some of the, the like pictures of what it could look like. Mm-hmm. You know, concept art, and it's very beautiful, also. And I oh, love it that beautiful, we're yeah. at this stage in building stuff. Uptown was like this too, right? We Mm -hmm. can't just build a mall. We got to build a beautiful mall with a clock and art deco features and a, a waterfall going down the escalators. Same with this thing. It's a warehouse for big trucks to go in and little trucks to go out, but it's beautiful. And people get some ideas of what it could be.
0: They haven't said anything about it, but this are these are some of the predictions. A lot of people saying Amazon could be an Amazon warehouse or something like that.
1: Yeah, and I didn't think that because I think those fulfillment centers are different, but oh. n- I could be wrong about that completely. Maybe that's exactly what this is.
0: And the other one, people are thinking it could be Ikea. Oh, my! can oh, you imagine? Imagine that.
1: Like, I don't need the experience of going to the Ikea, but where you could order it and then yeah. it would come in that easily?
0: Just knowing that the like soft serve frozen yogurt is nearby.
1: Do you think they Ooh. would serve the meatballs and lingonberry there too? I would too? hope so. At the distribution center?
0: I would hope so.
1: I would go for that. Yeah. Make a day out of it.
0: That'd be nice. That'd be the biggest story in Victoria. <laughs> Do you want to share what you just called me to to our friend?
1: No. Do you want to say what you <laughs> just... I, I said something to you and your exclamation to me back was I'm... You! <laughs> yeah, what does it me? He said
0: 8 seconds. Come on, hoofed fatty, let's go.
1: <laughs> Don't say that. I never said that.
0: <laughs> I love it. No, it's it's fine. It's we part did, of a
1: different conversation yeah, we were kind of right. having. <laughs> I called myself fatty and then you were like, "Am I? Fa- did you call me fat?" I was like, hooves? "No." Is it me? And then something about hooves. Anyways, you're th- <laughs> make it sound like this is a really not a good workplace (laughs)
0: no no it's an awesome workplace great can i get that in writing let's look at your weather (laughs) in today's press conference bc health authorities have announced that they are not going to be doing any more of those pop-up vaccination clinics
1: now you know what that's fine i think i have a much better idea of how we could be doing this vaccines get your covid vaccines Nice, cold, and life-saving. Ooh,
0: ooh, can I get a Pfizer?
1: Sorry, little girl, we're all out. How about an AstraZeneca?
0: Oh, uh, okay, sure.
1: Actually, we're all out of those, too.
0: Oh, (laughs) right, I forgot. I'm in Canada. Vaccines! All out of vaccines! (laughs) Okay, listen to this. A vehicle was impounded. There were fines issued after an Alberta man does donuts in James Bay Park. (sighs) <sighs>
1: Lots of <dissected> this <laughs> yeah. story. I don't want to really get Into the nitty gritty Of it He came to Victoria He doesn't have a license For his car I think he like Was just planning to live In the car Or in the park or Yeah something. Anyways What I find funny What to focus on About this story is Okay okay That it, this was like an official press release from police and everything. It said the word and the term "doing donuts," and I just think it's so funny <laughs> that there's not a more official term for doing that <laughs> thing that like our dads did back in parking lots in their old
0: Transams and stuff. Alberta man was ripping donuts in a James Bay Park. Yeah, there's no other term. <laughs> yeah, what else would you call it? There must be circling. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything else but doing donuts.
1: Okay, here's another question, Jen.
0: Yeah. How long
1: after the invention of the Ford Model T do you think that someone invented how to do donuts? How long <laughs> into the history of the automobile, the gasoline-powered combustion engine, did someone figure out how to, like, rip donuts hard? I
0: think it was one of the first tests that they put the cars through. <laughs> like, can it do donuts in a parking lot or in a park down the street? Yes, it's going on the market. Okay, we figured it out. Thank you, Steve, for texting in, saying that it's called stunting. So I guess stunting with a car is doing anything that is, like, distracting from the roadway. So anything outside of, like, regular driving. So it's it's an umbrella term, but I think under that umbrella, it's still donuts.
1: Yeah, I think that if the police would have said this person was fined for stunting...
0: I don't know what that what
1: so doing what is he jumps? like jumps? Yeah, is it doing a sweet jumps off the Johnson Street Bridge while it's going up? Like Dukes of Hazard style. Yeah,
0: got cool hydraulics in his car or Specific. something.
1: Specific. Yeah. Donuts. Donuts. And I love this message from Sam so much. He says, Here on the Sunshine Coast, we grew up calling it hacking nuts. <laughs> And then drifting was called yeah. getting sideways or getting squirrely. And then two wheeled dirt bike drifting was getting Billy, a reference oh. to our favorite Vancouver flat truck racer, Billy Parks.
0: Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. Okay, a couple of
1: things. One is dumb, one is <laughs> r- might really pertain cool. to you. Number oh. Whoa, I think that we, we think have, the, opposite we have thing. the opposite thing. Okay. Okay,
0: what I think is really cool is that a geologist found the oldest water. In on Earth, in a Canadian mine,
1: interesting. I think that's not dumb, <laughs> but I think who cares? But um, I also think like that's such a weird thing to think about that this water. How what makes it old? I just assume that every droplet on earth is just has been here the whole time yeah, yeah. and you know went through the urinary tract of a dinosaur and now you know is on my brunch table.
0: Right, it all could have a place in a museum it's that old. That's what I thought too. Right? This it one's just- billion year old water. I guess it really hasn't like Experienced, you know, the outside world. It was in a mine in Canada, right? right? So, I guess it was deep within the the ground that so they were able to get it.
1: It's been water for one point six billion years old. It never turned into steam and then got rained down. Maybe not. That's um, oh.
0: Okay. Anyway, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: I thought,
0: okay. Um, and what did you think was cool? Well, I, not cool, but like.
1: Connected and mm-hmm. uh, kind of more um, uh, relatable yeah. is this article that you found about why you're supposed to wash your bottle, your water bottle, every day. Now you and I both drink out of water bottles,
0: like nice. Oh, you got a good dong. Yeah. Oh, there we go.
1: What uh, kind is yours?
0: Uh, mine is a uh, mana.
1: Okay, so I'm a hi- so I'm a name brand boy, and this is yeah. a Hydro Daddy Hydro Flask, oh. which is really and I sprung for the one with the rubber bumper on the bottom because Hydro Flasks are famous for donging against things constantly, right? right? And in fact, in my house, my girl's always donging hers, and then when we're on a walk and they dong together, I say, "Oh, that means we got a kiss." Oh, that's cute. I really like
0: that. Anyways, you're supposed to wash these things every day. Yeah, we were thinking about old water, and I'm like, "Oh, how often do I wash my water bottle? How often are you supposed to wash your water bottle?" And yeah, you're supposed to do it every day, they recommend, because of all the germs that could get in there. But I'm thinking, when I can't remember the last time I washed my water bottle, maybe like a few weeks ago? When when have you washed your water bottle? Never. How long have you had that water bottle for?
1: Six months to a year.
0: You haven't washed it once, Paul.
1: Here's the thing. A water bottle is very similar to a river. If you just (laughs) keep the water moving, right? I always, I fill it up, I drink it. You're shaking it, it the fill, whole time. That's right.
0: Throwing it up in the air and catching
1: it in your mouth. No one hates the smell of mustiness more than me. If my water bottle at any point smelled even a little bit musty, I would do something about it, but I think I would like put some boiling water in it and shake it around it. But, I, but soap, soap smell...
0: Get like a endless soap g- g- here's Hey, the do you wash your dishes? Do you wash your coffee cup that you use every day? What's the difference?
1: Okay, here's actually another thing that I'm ashamed of <laughs> Yeah, I do have a Yeti coffee commuter mug No,
0: you, you, you don't wash that?
1: Well, there's just coffee going in and out of it
0: No! What's the difference? You put milk in there No, I don't Yeah, you
1: do No, no, I don't I don't, I just drink black coffee out of it
0: But there's so that's germs, it. you gotta wash it at least Once what? a week, Paul, sir, once a week I mean, I don't even wash it once a week so.
1: <laughs> Never, and I don't care about germs These things are an extension of my human body It's fine So I don't know if this started on Reddit Or if it was on Twitter first But there's this question going around that was like Okay, it's April 24th, 2003 what are you doing?
0: No, oh, yeah.
1: And I thought, well, it's an interesting, like very arbitrary date to pick, but then there is something weird about... 2003 it's like yeah what Were you doing
0: yeah that was a very like Nothing year I found 2003 what happened in that year Like it didn't even exist in my mind I was amazed by people's um, Memory Um,
1: well that's The other thing too is like if you ask me what's going on in 2007 and on I know because it's all on Facebook
0: Yeah that's it the photos really Help with that in 2003 It's very helpful because the the Three lines up with what grade I was in so I was actually in grade three okay and I think I just moved to Coquitlam from North Van and I remember getting a pogo stick yeah I don't know if this was the day I was doing it but I was doing it most days and I was trying to beat the world record for pogo sticking I got pretty good at it I got like 201 in a row wow and I was like that that must be it no people have been doing it like for like 20 hours at a time and I think that was the <laughs> record <laughs> And also there was no official there So yeah that's what I was doing What about you Paul?
1: Good for you Well yeah it's tough I don't know I was done high school But I hadn't started college yet I think I was just like Hanging around I think that's the year I maybe got kicked out of my house (laughs) I think I was like Meeting strangers online Oh Well through like Proto social media Like live journal and stuff I got catfished once in the states Really? Yeah So in a lot of ways (laughs) I'm really glad There's not a bunch of Photo Facebook (laughs) evidence About 2003 (laughs) I feel like part of being alive in the year 2021 is having like a working knowledge of all the memes that have happened
0: yes you know i wonder if there's like a meme museum it probably will be in the future
1: well we're kind of taking a step towards that actually so you probably remember if i say disaster girl that's how the this one meme is known um but you know it is like this little girl and she's standing in front of a house fire right (laughs) she's like looking over her shoulder at the camera with this sly look on her face like yeah I set this fire yeah that's what I do I'm getting away with it <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do about it it's really cute and funny and it's a great like early meme so yeah. that little girl is now 21 years old wow she was able to, I guess, profit off of that meme as an NFT, a non-fungible token. Whoa! Just made half a million dollars off of
0: it. That's incredible. Apparently, she's paying off her student loan, and that she's going to donate some of that uh, that money as well, which sure. is great to see. Yeah. And I, great. I constantly wonder where the people who were in these memes are now, and what their lives are like. I mean, I remember the overly attached girlfriend meme, yeah. the wide eyes. She started a YouTube channel and has been doing that for years. But she recently, I guess, it was two. Years years ago she like broke up with YouTube because it was just too much mentally no kidding. to take that on because everyone just knew her as this character and yeah. it just became a thing that she had to be tied to but didn't choose it she just became a meme and then was like do I want to do this for the rest of my life or do I want to focus on my career that I had planned before <sighs> she decided the other the latter
1: i i feel like truly you know, going viral or becoming a meme should not be priorities oh. or goals for anybody. It's not good. Like, generally, to become famous in that way sounds horrible. And yeah. this little girl who made half a million dollars, that's like the first good use of an NFT I think I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm glad she gets to profit off of this crazy image of her, and I hope the same for Star Wars, kid.
0: Oh, yeah, and the cat who hates salad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i like to... Give a shout out to a very tall mallard duck that's going viral on the internet today.
0: Long boy. His
1: name is Long Boy. He lives on the campus of the University of York in England. Apparently, he is the tallest mallard duck to ever live. He stands over a meter tall, three and a half feet. That is very tall. For a duck? Imagine you're down at Beacon Hill Park (laughs) feeding the quackers. Um. Not bread. It's bad for them. Mm-hmm. They want to stay off the carbs too, bud. <laughs> and here comes this tall, long boy who's a meter tall. You'd freak out.
0: Yeah. I mean, at least it wasn't a Canadian goose.
1: No. Can you imagine <sighs> a proportionately as large Canadian goose?
0: Just honking and hissing at you?
1: A unit. <laughs> I would be <laughs> like, I'm just take, take my carb, dude. Just, just like leave my keys. <laughs> Yeah. Take whatever you want. I'm out of Bye. here. Don't hurt me. You can Goodbye. have
0: everything. I would like to give a shout out to Prancer, the haunted Victorian child <laughs> dog from us. A, a good place for us to dump all
1: our dumb animal content. Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah.
0: I can't get through this <laughs> Let me start again. Prancer, the haunted Victoria child dog from Viral Ad, he has been adopted.
1: Right. So he was like this little chihuahua who, I read this, he's like, everyone, he hated everyone. He only liked women, hated men, hated here's, children. Here's what
0: he hates. Here's a list of it. Hates men, hates children, hates dogs, hates cats. He is nervous and fearful and poorly socialized. I feel like this dog has potential. It's just a little haunted, right? Right now But you know and Figure that out And I, th- I think it'll be A good dog
1: I think it did The end of that story Was it was adopted By a lesbian couple
0: Great I love that Isn't that nice that Yeah really nice. It found it's
1: happy ending And that's so lovely
0: <laughs> Love you Prancer Love you Longboy <laughs> <laughs>